97.9 The Hill and Chapelboro.com present today's business with Sharon Hill. Listen as Sharon Hill discusses trending topics in today's business world with entrepreneurs and leaders in our community and what they're doing to provide innovation and guidance for success. Find this and all episodes at WCHL's website, Chapelboro.com. Now, today's business with Sharon Hill on 97.9 The Hill. So glad you joined us today. My guest is Mr. Bruce Vance, who is the president of Town and Country Services. Bruce, thank you for coming in. Thank you, Sharon, for having me. Thank you so much, sir. Please tell our audience, what is Town and Country Services? Town and Country Services is a full-service cleaning uh, service. We started originally in 1991 in the Chapel Hill area with just two of us. We now have over 30 employees. Mm -hmm. We basically specialize in residential cleaning, uh, ongoing cleaning. We are IIC certified in... uh, excuse me, residential, uh, carpet cleaning, upholstery cleaning. We also do windows. Um, IICRC, by the way, is the International, uh, the Institute for Inspection, Cleaning, and Restoration. I was going to ask. I'm glad you said that. Thank you, Bruce. It's the largest certifying body in the world in our industry with about 60,000 registrants in 32 countries. That sounds important. And you're certified. We are certified. And not only that, I'm also a... uh, uh, approved uh, instructor for the house cleaning uh, certification. All right. I will soon be a certified instructor for the carpet cleaning. Got it. Well, now, Bruce, let's jump right in. How are the newer <clears throat> surfaces affecting how we clean? The When we started, it was very simple. We basically had formica, we had tile, we had vinyl, we had carpet, and, which was all synthetic, and we had uh, polyurethanes that were Pretty tough stuff to work with, and it wasn't that difficult. But today, with the new surfaces that are coming out and the new finishes, it's become much more complicated. I recently came back from Surfaces, which is the large flooring, tile, and stone show out in Vegas. And uh, it was very interesting. This year, well, four years ago when I was out there, and I started talking to people outside the carpet industry— and I'm talking about the fact we're in maintenance and cleaning. They're kind of going, uh, you're not going to buy a big order from me? Get lost, boy. <laughs> uh, <clears throat> and now, this year, they're very interested in talking to me. They're very interested in the fact that we're trying to teach this out there, teach the proper cleaning. Because the manufacturers are sitting there and and being hit with millions and millions of dollars in warranty claims, largely because of bad cleaning and bad maintenance. So... As we look out at some of the new things that are coming out there, in carpet, we're seeing a lot of polyester, um, some of this very super soft carpet, which has a luxurious feel, fairly expensive, and it looks beautiful. Uh, Polyester in the past had its issues. They say they've overcome most of those now, but we uh, we will see. But the big thing to watch there— is that the uh, some of the vacuums, if they do not have good height control or have too stiff a brush, can tear those carpets up. So a, a good way to think to look for a vacuum is to go to the Carpet and Rug Institute's website, and they have sort of uh, approved vacuums, green uh, the uh, seal of approval vacuums, and uh, they've got hundreds of them. <clears throat> but excuse me, one of the things that they test for is whether or not it damages the carpet. We're also seeing uh, a lot of solution-dyed nylon and a lot of your uh, uh, polyester solution-dyed. The advantage of this is it's more like a carrot. The dye goes all the way through. It means it's much harder to stain, and it can be more aggressively cleaned. Bruce, let me interrupt. You talked about the carpets. Would you suggest 
or is it safer or cleaner or healthier to have hardwood floors versus carpeting? There is a f- some controversy over that. But in general, carpet is the best filter in your house. Really? When you when allergens, and remember, we can't see the allergens. Allergens are basically running from 1 to 10 microns. When allergens fall into carpet, they are trapped and held there until they're vacuumed out. So if you are vacuuming regularly and maintaining the carpet properly, getting it uh, carpet cleaned on a regular basis, um, tests have shown that in the first four feet of airspace above carpet, it has a much lower allergen level than over hardwood because every time you walk over a hard floor, you're stirring up all the allergens and they're going up into the breathing zone. Ah. Uh, In Sweden, they decided to attack the uh, uh, asthma problem by taking all the carpet out of schools and public buildings. They did this in the 70s. Uh Asthma rates shot up. (gasps) They are now putting the carpet back in. Now, remember, we're talking here about a well-maintained carpet. We're not talking about the one I had in college. (laughs) Right. Lord knows. Right. Okay. So uh, I know we're still hearing that hard floor is is supposed to be better. But if you are maintaining your carpet, it should be actually better than uh, hard floor. Well, I'm shocked, but I'm glad that you're the expert. That's amazing. Well, continue on with what's new and exciting in the world of clean. Okay. One of the things that I'm seeing in uh, carpet, again, is the addition of uh, silver ions into the carpet fibers, which means that it will not, uh, it it becomes antibacterial. One of the new things, they're also doing some things with uh, odor eating uh, woven into the carpet. Oh, wait, whoa, whoa, say that again. O- odor eating woven into the carpet? Yeah, they're odor eating uh, components. Ah, things ah, that, ah, uh, ah. Will okay. Dis- dispel the odors. <clears throat> dispel the odors. Okay. We're still seeing a lot of the sisals and naturals out there, which are the, your natural fibers, the things that look a little bit like uh, very fine doormats. Yes. The problem with those, and I'll, I'll tell you a story. I was out at, uh, went into a place that said eco rugs. Now, these rugs are not cheap, they can run $800, $1,200 retail. And I go into this place, I say, how do you clean it? And they say, well, it's maintenance free. All you have to do is vacuum it. I say, what happens if you spill some, some water on it? Well, you get a water spot. Well, they put these things underneath the uh, uh, tables in uh, kitchens. So what happens when the kids drop a bunch of stuff and they go, well, you can't clean it. You just have to throw it away and get another one. My goodness. Um, <clears throat> something you need to be aware of if you're going for that, for the sisals. They will wear, but if, if they get wet... They will uh, change color on you. There's an, uh, it's, uh, it's called browning. Yes. It's expensive rugs. Expen- fairly yeah. expensive, yeah. yes. Yes. Um, okay. Another big thing we're seeing is oiled finishes on hardwoods. And it's important. We're seeing a lot of pre-finished hardwood out there, which is oiled. Uh, virtually every manufacturer now has both polyurethane-type finishes um, and there are a host of different ones there, but they're all tr- can be treated much the same. Right. And some of the oiled finishes. Now, mm-hmm. the problems mm-hmm. with the oiled is that an oil finish has to be treated uh, as a system. So you cannot necessarily use a general cleaner on an oiled finish. You want to use a specific cleaner on an oiled finish. Bruce, let's stop right there and continue that with our next segment because what you've just said is critical. And I know everybody needs to hear that and hear it again. So can we take a break right now? Sure. Thank you. You're listening to WCHL. My guest today is Mr. Bruce Vance, who is the president of Town and Country Services. Please don't go away. Bruce has some more fascinating information to share.
We now return to Today's Business with Sharon Hill on 97.9 The Hill. Today's Business, focusing on business, innovation, and success right here in the Chapel Hill Carborough community. Once again, your host, Sharon Hill. Thank you so much for staying with us. My guest today is Mr. Bruce Vance, who is the president of Town and Country Services. Bruce, in our first segment, you overwhelmed me with so much fascinating information. Let's give our audience your contact information, please. Our telephone number is 919-967-7592. Or our website is cleanmychapelhillhouse.com. <laughs> I love that. Cleanmychapelhillhouse.com. Well, that's what we do. <laughs> I love it. Well, Bruce, before the, the last segment ended, I asked you to hold on. We'll talk more during this segment about wood floors with oil finishes. Oil finishes, as I said, are becoming very popular. We're seeing a lot of them out there. Uh, at least at the manufacturing level. We're not seeing a lot in the houses yet, but it's coming. Um, and there's some real problems in terms of how you care for these. Let me give you an example. I, was, I talked to three different manufacturers of pre-finished wood floors. All three of them told me they had this great new finish from Woka, which is a manufacturer of uh, finishes that is UV cured so it could be cleaned just like polyester. You could use Bona. You could use any kind of a polyester floor cleaner. When I finally got to the Woka booth, I started in. I said, you uh, uh, have this great new finish, I understand, blah, 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 blah. And they went, no. <laughs> Uh-oh. You'll take all the oil out of the oh. f- floor if you do that. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. So <clears throat> if you've got a Woka floor, you probably want to use a Woka cleaner on it because these cleaners are designed to put the oil back into the floor and keep it up. Right. So it's you want to know if you can when you get if you get an oils floor one who the manufacturer of the floor is but also who the, made the finish and uh, then from there if we're if we're doing your cleaning your house we can figure out what kind of a cleaner to use on that floor properly right so this is a little bit of what I mean when we're saying that we've got a lot of new finishes that are causing a great deal more complexity Another thing that has been interesting, and this gets back to the question of uh, so often installers are telling people the wrong information. Oh. Um, you know, for years, installers said if you've got a wood floor, use vinegar and water. Last year when I was at Surfaces, um, about half of the people of the manufacturers of wood flooring were saying, we don't recommend it. Oh, dear. The other half were saying, don't use it. This year, at least two people told me they have right on their warranty. If you use vinegar and water, they will void the warranty. So they're very much against the use of, of vinegar or any acids on these floors. Apparently, these newer finishes are very susceptible to acids. It, one of the big shocks when I was out there, every vinyl manufacturer, both for uh, vinyl tile and for vinyl uh, sheet goods, said no acids of any kind on their floors which would also mean no vinegar and water. Bruce, what about all these commercial products that people are using, thinking their house now is immaculate and totally clean using off-the-shelf products? What are your thoughts on that? Many of the the, the off-the-shelf products work. Um, many of them are stronger than they need to be. Uh, one of the things we're very bad at in the cleaning industry you know, if you wanted to put a fence post in, you'd get a, a sledgehammer and, and hammer away. If you're going to put a thumbtack in the wall, you wouldn't use a sledgehammer. Good analogy. But what we do is we find something that works real well, and then we go and use it on everything. We had a case 
a number of years ago where we were doing a move-in clean for a lady, and my crew chief called me up, and he said, you know, we don't have to clean the shower. The lady found this uh, cleaner that was just fabulous, and she said, best cleaner she ever saw. It cleaned the shower right up. But he said, we have to clean the oven because, she said, even this wonderful cleaner she found wouldn't touch the oven. Well, and he was laughing because he knew that the cleaner that she had found was a tile cleaner, which was basically phosphoric acid. Acids work very well when you are dealing with a alkaline soil, such as soap scum or hard water. They do nothing when you're dealing with an acidic soil, and all of your uh, body oils and cooking grease is acidic. So this wonderful tile cleaner sitting there looking at the acid, and it's acid and acid, and they're going, hi, how are you? <laughs> so there are certain laws of chemistry <clears throat> that come into play, and there's not a magic cleaner. So uh, most people would say, my Lord, do I have to be a chemist in order to clean my house? <laughs> no, no, you can be fairly, uh, it, it's fairly simple. You want some kind of a general cleaner. You want a degreaser, and you want to be careful with your degreaser because once you get up above a pH of 12, which most degreasers are, things start taking the finish off of things like your brass uh, f- uh, faucets and your hardwoods. Um, by the way, another example of, of where people, uh, installers give somewhat erroneous information, uh, granite. You get uh, people, uh, they always say, use dishwashing liquid to uh, clean your granite. Dishwashing liquid has some agents in it that make it more effective in hard water, but will etch granite. Etch granite? Yes. Have you ever gone into a house and you see this beautiful granite countertop and you run your hand over it and it's all gritty? It just has a gritty feel and they say we wash it and wash it and wash it? That's from etching it. Oh, my goodness. So if you're going to clean your granite or your marble or your stone, you want to use a stone-specific product, which has, one, it's neutral in most cases. There are some deep cleaners that are available. And it doesn't have these agents, which almost everything else does, that makes them more effective in hard water. Is it too late for people who had their houses forever and have been using the dishwashing liquid? I mean, it's done, right? There's nothing they can do to correct that? Well, if they switch over, it, it can. Uh, they won't do any further damage. Okay. Got it. Oh, man. But Bruce, please give us your contact information again. It's uh, ni- uh, 919-967-7592 or cleanmychapelhillhouse.com. Got it. Let's take a break at this point, because when we come back, I want to ask you how you're able to keep up with so much going on in the industry. Because, well, before we break, tell us very quickly how, how you are involved right now to keep up with all this very quickly. Uh, I'm, I'm basically going through shows, to the, like the uh, Surfaces show. Uh, going to things like the Certification Council for the IICRC, where we get to talk not only with experts in all of these different fields, but also with the uh, the inspectors who are going out when there are problems. And they're the ones who come back and say, you know, this sounded real good, but it's not working in the field. Right. <laughs> and we, I, I figure we spend about $5,000 a year in trying to keep up with the industry so that when we're dealing with a client's house, we are on top of what they need. That's what I needed to know. We'll take a break at this point. When we come back, let's hear some more about town and country services. You're listening to WCHL. My guest today is Mr. Bruce Vance, president of Town and Country Services. Please don't go away. We'll be right back.
We now return to Today's Business with Sharon Hill on 97.9 The Hill. Today's Business, focusing on business, innovation, and success right here in the Chapel Hill Carborough community. Once again, your host, Sharon Hill. And we're back. My guest today is Mr. Bruce Vance, who is Town and Country Service. He's the president. Bruce, how does a person know what information to trust? That is the $64,000 question, and it is a... It is very difficult. I teach across the country. Uh, I do consulting across the country in, uh, with other cleaning companies. I listen to, I see the things that are out there in the newspapers, the tips. I uh, was reading one from a major um, magazine today on how to clean a bathroom, and it v- basically uh, varied from uh, poor to uh, uh, dangerous. Mm, bad. Um, they're claiming disinfection and something that would not disinfect anything. Mm. Um, we got when we first got into cleaning, there were no, there was no broad uh, house cleaning uh, course or certification. And I basically now have sixteen certifications and things like stone and tile and wow. hardwoods and such. Not because I want to be an expert. I can't be an expert in all of those. But in order to properly take care of our clients' homes, we have to know something about every one of them. Right. And now with the house cleaning technician certification. Uh, we finally have a class that gives people the basics that they need to know if they'll take it. And one of the things I would do to, if you're looking for a, a house cleaner or, or a carpet cleaner or any of these, uh, anything in the cleaning and restoration, is look for the IICRC logo or sometimes it'll be, a clean, it'll be called the Clean Trust. These are people who have at least had some basic training and uh, – some knowledge about what how to take care of your surfaces properly. Amazing. Now, do you also give that advice for business owners as well as homeowners? Well, certainly uh, in carpets, uh, because in most of the mills now are saying if you don't have your uh, carpets cleaned by an IICRC certified firm, it voids the warranty. Uh, that may start coming in some of the other uh, organizations down the road if they catch on to what the carpets have been doing for all these years. But no, it is very hard and there is so much misinformation out there. Uh, and some of it is just not particularly effective. A lot of, some of it is absolutely dangerous. That's what we need to know. Well, Bruce, uh, if we have to close by talking about, I, I know you might be reluctant to name product brands, but in a generic sense, are there any things that people just shouldn't trust, for example, bleach or Windex or Something like that? No. they All of these have their place. Now, one of the things you have to understand is that uh, there's a misconception out there that because it's on a grocery store shelf, it is safe. There is a misconception that because it's natural, it is safe. The worst chemical burn we ever had in our industry came from an all-natural product. What? Yes. So shocking. Natural means it came. It comes from nature. It doesn't right, mean anything not. else. Oh my gosh. There is so much bad information out there, uh, as I as I said before, that it's it's mind boggling. Bruce, let's end it with the word mind boggling because I imagine you have so much information that our audience needs to hear. But I thank you for taking time from your busy schedule to present to us today what you've done. Thank you so much for coming in, Bruce. Thank you for having me. My pleasure. You've been listening to Today's Business with Sharon Hill on 97.9 The Hill. Remember, you can find this episode and all other episodes of Today's Business on our website, chapelboro.com. Join us again next week for the next edition of Today's Business on 97.9 The Hill.